With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. on you glorious bastards <laughs> and the city of philly hear my raspiness what is going on guys drunk on broad back again drunk on the birds you know don juan you know the killer the slasher in the woods jason Voorhees, and myself the trickiest of dicks rich that is my nickname my nickname is tricky dick not after richard nixon uh it was actually after a party trick but that's a story for another day folks Anyway, the birds are back, baby. You did not – I did not expect to start off that way, but hey, listen. It's a, it's a good start. You got to bring them in. You got, you got to reel them in. Listen, we got – you You got to get them in. Once, once you get them in, you got to get that hook, right? Get the hook. Just, like, just well, I want to know why it's called Tricky Dick. Like, what was the party yeah. trick? And it's like, well, I can't tell you now. Can't tell you. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. Maybe that story pops up. Listen, that that's the catchphrase, right? You stick stick around. around. Yeah, fuck around. You're going to find out. Because exactly. that's what this is all about. It's about a good time. Jay, what's going on down there, buddy? 
Oh, man, it's been a long week, but I'm uh, excited, as you said, about football. Uh, you got fantasy football drafts going on all over the place. You got, obviously, Eagles broken practice. And you got us. We get to get, get together and talk some shit. So, excited to be here. Looking forward to Joe hopping on shortly, too. Most definitely. Like, and listen, we got we, we have game content put that in air quotes to, to discuss. We got some, uh, they had their, their, since the last time we met, they had their open practice. They're now, they're, they're getting ready to play Cleveland on Sunday. They're in Cleveland for the, the shared team practices. What, what are your initial thoughts on where they are as it sits right now? I, I'm going to, I'm going to, sorry, my dogs were going nuts. Uh, so I had to hit the mute button. But no, I mean, I just read a report today, uh, earlier before this, that Devonta Smith looks amazing, that he's been getting open on every route. Um, you look at the sharpness of Jalen Hurts in, in, on that first drive, and there was a lot of impressive things, especially the first throw on the run, um, where he had some zip. And, I mean, I think it's all coming together. And like Jason said uh, on the previous episode, this defense is not talked about enough. And my God. Was that defense fantastic? And let, let's let's we could jump all over and talk about Cam Jurgens. Like, look how great of a game that he had. He looked like a pro. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many things that we can talk about with this defense and this offense that it's it. I'm not, and again, I'm not saying it's our year, but man, these young guys came to play. It feels good. Like you, and truthfully, Rich, you could have swapped out the 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 Jurgens jersey for the Kelsey jersey and you would have not really known a difference, no. um, which is kind of scary in a great way because you now know, right, You you they've slowly rebuilt that line, right, and now you're looking at Jurgens and Dickerson and Mylotta as, you know, three guys that are going to be stalwarts on that line for, you know, the, the next what, the next six, yeah. seven, eight years. And I thought Dickerson was good last year. Holy shit. Jurgens looks like a third year guy. Like he looks like a guy who's comfortable and knows and knows this this playbook. Like it's it's absolutely crazy to see a rookie. But now you know why Jason Kelsey said this is the guy I want. And it's it's I mean, you go with the all pro, right? You go with the greatest center in Eagles history. You go with one of the best centers in, in the history of the game in Jason Kelsey. Like he says, go get him, go get him. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, I mean, the reason I'm excited about this team, I mean, you just talked about it. It, it. It's the youth. This team is young. Like, when we won the Super Bowl in 2017, that team had some young players, but that team was mostly constructed with veteran players, yep. whether it be free agents or guys they had brought in or guys that were already kind of, past their prime, and obviously had Carson Wentz, who was had his best year, uh, and of course Nick Foles, uh, who played Superman in the, in the playoffs. But this team, to me, is different because it's so young, but yet I feel we're ready to contend already. I'm not saying we're ready to win a Super Bowl, but the fact that we are so young and we can compete at that with all these young guys having a great deal of contribution 
to that team, I mean, the sky's the limit. I, I really, I, I, I mean, listen, I know that I've been probably higher than Jalen, I've been probably higher on Jalen Hurts than many people. But I'm also a realist, and I understand that Jalen Hurts is not probably ever going to be an elite quarterback. But I know enough about football to realize that you don't need necessarily an elite quarterback. You need people around a good quarterback, and that's what the Eagles have. I mean, bringing in A.J. Brown, to me, it just makes everybody better. A.J. Brown, he didn't have a catch. He didn't have a target. But look what he did for the other guys. Dallas Goddard was wide open on three of those plays, including the touchdown. Uh, Devonta Smith obviously didn't even play because he was hurt, but I saw Quez Watkins open wide open a few times. Like there was people open all over the field and that's AJ Brown. Like, so I I'll say, and I'll say it again. That's what a wide receiver one is. It's not just what they put up stat wise. It's what they do for the rest of the team around them. And we got a dog, man. We have a dog. <laughs> Truly. And speaking of dogs, what's up, Joe? What up, Joe? What's up, dogs? What up now? <laughs> Sorry, but better late than never, right? Eh? Hey, that's, that's what they say. Joe, yeah. we were Joe, we were all late, so no, no sweat here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe, your 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 overall thoughts, just where they sit post first preseason game. What 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 were you thinking coming out of that game with the Jets? Um, I mean, for the small sample size that we saw for the starting offense. Uh, and the, the limited snaps that Hertz took, it was, I mean, obviously it was a positive. I mean, he was perfect at passing. He looked like, you know, um, he's always elusive. But the, the thing about it was that was um, a good sign for me was, you know, he's he has a tendency to roll to his right, which, I mean, I mean, he's right-handed, but... I think he's started to transition a little bit to roll into his left uh, as well. But he that throw on the sideline to Watkins was was a really good sign. Um, you know, there were there was a, definitely a lot of times last year where he would maybe come up short or, or miss that miss him. You know, run into the sideline. Um, you know, the throw to Goddard. You know, they broke that play down and watched them break that play down. You know, the just the fact of having, you know, A.J. Brown on the field like you guys were talking about, you know, all the attention goes to him immediately. So, he, you know, he runs that route. He takes two defenders and it leaves Goddard, you know, there single covered. Uh, and he couldn't get help. The, the help came too late with the, with the second defender. So, you know, and he, and he put the he put the ball where he, where he had to put the ball on that on that play uh, for them to score those points. Um, but. Also, too, it's one game. It's one drive. So you can't get too high. You can't get too low. But obviously it was a positive. Um, you know, if, if he had a terrible first series and looked like crap, he's getting sacked or he's throwing, you know, throwing the ball in the dirt or, he's, you know, he's, he's antsy back there, it's, uh, it, it would have been, been more difficult. But it was positive. It was, it was definitely a positive. Yeah, and I also want to say, Don, real quick, thank you to all the idiots in the NFL uh, front offices for spreading the injury rumors and letting us get N'Kobe Dean in the third uh, because he was pro football's uh, highest-ranked linebacker in, in the preseason. 
um, first, I believe, or like 77 in coverage and then like 85 in the rush um, or stopping the run. So thank you for that because that dude didn't look hurt and that guy's doing exactly what he did at Georgia was cleaning up everything Jordan Davis uh, touches. Right. <laughs> I and, love and it. To talk, to talk about Jordan Davis, I mean, Jordan Davis, God, he like he just consumes people. And well, you you saw that one play, right, where he goes in the A-gap, consumes the, the guard and the center. N'Kobe Dean comes right off his hip, Rich, just like you're saying, just like they did in Georgia. And he blows up the tight end into the running back and inadvertently makes the tackle. Yeah. Like, you know, to me, I'm looking like Jordan Davis is just like a mountain with legs. Like, he just is huge, but fast, athletic, smart. I, I He's mean, the guy that yeah. is going – like, they're, they're going to put defenses on the field where it could be him, Fletcher Cox, fuck Kyle Graham. Hamilton. Yeah. Fuck Kyle, I said fuck Kyle Hamilton. I'm yeah, so right. mad. Like, I'm taking back my disgust for them not drafting him and then being – I'm going back in time. We got Jordan Davis. <laughs> Rich, uh, Rich, did you see the clips of him getting toasted in the uh, – <laughs> By his own guys. Stiff is a board, yeah. Stiff is a board. And, he looks terrible. I mean, not for nothing. Speaking of guys getting toasted at practice. Trayvon Diggs? No, God. That's like the second team practice that they've – where the Cowboys have had team – one was their own, their own third-string guy. Yeah, this one was with, with the the shared practice with the Chargers. He just looks lost. He's just standing there facing Keenan Allen, and the ball's he's thrown just, right by his head, and Keenan Allen goes and then taps him on the helmet. Like Trayvon Diggs didn't even turn around. Like, what are you? This dude is such hot garbage. <laughs> garbage. Let's answer some questions. Let's answer some questions, Don. I think Mike. Uh, Mike's got a good one. Mike's got a good complaint. Mike, yeah, Mike, truly. That's insane. The the fact that charged, the fact I mean, listen, I know like they're they're they are they are they are looking at that the fact that they only have one preseason game, but the fact that you're charging fifty dollars to park a car for a game where no one's gonna play, outrageous. Like, it, it, it it I mean it really is it really is outrageous. Come on, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, you're a dick. Come on, Jeff. You don't make it that funny. <laughs> right? And then Chip, right, the fact that Howie was able to get anything for for Jay Joe, I mean, listen, you, you got Ugo Amadi, who is going to be a probably, you know, at, at, at the very best going to be a special team safety. You know, he, he'll, the fact that you got anything for a guy you were going to cut. Yeah. Yep. They were going to cut him too, but apparently um, he's a decent special teams guy. So, I mean, anything to bolster one, one, you know, one core I'll, I'll take. So, so who's, our, who's our punt and kick returner? Right I now. Gonna, I think it's going to be this second. this second. Right now? Yep. Right now it's got to be the kid from Utah. Who? Covey. Britton Covey. Britton Covey. So, he, so, Rich, if you remember watching the Rose Bowl, Yes, he, he's the guy who had the the hundred yard punt return. Oh, okay. Super fast, speedy white guy reminds me 
Oh, wait, is that the skier? Wes Welker. No. So the skier was uh, – Chad Hall. Uh, not Chad. <laughs> Jeremy uh, Bloom. Jeremy, Jeremy Bloom. Bloom. Jeremy Bloom. No, so he – I mean, th- this kid has uh, – and I know Ch- Chip is saying Ra- Rager's there according to the depth chart. I, I honestly yes. think that, uh, to me, I'd be surprised if Rager is on the roster. I think they're trying to move him – I saw yeah. there were rumors with Denver, with, with Chicago, that they're trying to move him on. So Chicago needs one because they just yeah. lost uh, Nikhil Harry, who they just traded for. Yeah. Uh, and he's done. And then you have Darnell Mooney and no one else. Byron Pringle, I think, is hurt for them. Like, they need they need a lot. They just need a body to go out there and who can kind of catch. So, I mean, Jalen Rager can go there. But, I mean, he even looked decent in the preseason game. I mean, playing against the twos and threes. Zach right. Gaskell made uh, – I think like two nice grabs. So I'm excited to see that. I mean, those, those are guys like, like Jack Castle is going to be your four. Yeah. Four, your five, like, and, and he is just going to come in and be a possession guy and be one, one of the, you know, old guys in the room. Right. But you've got the two table setters that are now slotting everybody else. And cre- you saw just on those first two drives, the space that those two guys are going to create on the outside and divide, you know, like you, you saw AJ Brown, even Jay, you mentioned not even get a target in that, in that, in that game. Yeah. I I gotta be honest with you. I would not be surprised if Dallas Goddard has a thousand yard season this year. I, I'm that high on Dallas Goddard taking a leap. He already had 800 last year. And the only thing that I, I think to this point, that's kept Goddard from like it's having huge numbers is his injury, his injury history. Yeah, I definitely. What was this? Know, speaking uh, of taking a leap, <laughs> uh, someone, has, someone has twenty k to put on the Eagles. You have that kind of money. Well. I guess it's a smart bet. Yeah, I wish I had that. Just Jay Jaw did it. Jay Jaw put it up. Oh, Jay Jaw. <laughs> Hey, hey he guys, needs to get paid. He took his umbrella with him when he got uh, traded. His mom totally. Uh, he dropped that too. Yeah, his mom packed it for him. So yeah. Chip wrote, according to Jeff McClain, Rager had a good camp and was rewarded with the wide receiver four job. This is what I like to call trade fluff. And if I'm smart. Wide receiver four. There's no way he beats up Pascal. No. And if I'm smart. I would, if I was Jeff McLean and the front office, I'd be like, he won the, the wide receiver two job. So this way you can get more for him. <laughs> he's, better not, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's, he's better, better than Devonta Smith. He's better than Devonta Smith. Oh, my God, I got to trade for this guy. I mean, <laughs> like, I look at something like this, and it's just it's trade fluff. Like, they're going to say the guy had a good camp, especially if you're trying to move. Do they keep – do they how many do they keep five receivers or do they keep six receivers? I think they're going to keep six if they I think they're going to keep six. Six? I, I I would have to say they keep. Six. If Covey makes the team, I think six. If it's six, then it's Covey and Rieger. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be? Who's higher up right now? Rieger is above Covey. Yeah. Yeah. Covey. You know, if there's anybody that's that's gonna get cut, it would, it would I think they would cut Covey just because. He was undrafted, and you know, you know, Rieger was a first round pick. Oh, we got to give him another year, and he had such, he's having such a good camp. I, I honestly, I think that he's a guy that if they if they try to stash him on the practice squad, someone's going to pick him up. 
if, if Jalen Rager had been a third or fourth round pick, we wouldn't be having this conversation. That's part of the problem. The problem is, is that we drafted him in the first round before Justin Jefferson, before T Higgins, before Brandon Ayuk. We could go down the line of all the wide receivers that were drafted that year after Rager. If Rager had been a third or fourth round pick, we wouldn't be expecting as much, and we would ha- he would have he would be given more time to develop. The fact of the matter remains is that he was drafted in the first round, yeah. and that's why there's that expectation that's tied with it. It's not because his fault. It, well, no, it, well, per se, somewhat it is his fault. Draft position-wise, it's not his fault. That's no, it's, not, it's, fault it's certainly not, not his fault. Where, you know, he should be talent-wise when no. the Eagles were the ones that kind of made a mistake and drafted him so high. I, I, I mean, I, I also I, I look at that with Derek Barnett. Derek Barnett is a serviceable defensive end. But the fact was he dra- he was drafted with the 14th pick in the in He the broke race. Reggie White's sack record in the SEC. He should have been drafted that high. It's just yeah. the yeah. fact that he's not panning out. Like, Jalen Rager compared to Derek Barnett, I can't I can't see the similarities. And I'm not arguing at you, Jay. I, I, no, I know what you're saying. I it's guess like I'm one of those things, like, Barnett should have been good. You broke Reggie White. You played against yeah, I think Rick- What the fuck happened? Like, that's what I'm looking at Derek Barnett. Like, yeah. you played against pro linemen in the league right now at Alabama, at LSU. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Like, why aren't you good now? Are you just a fucking moron? Like, is that what it is? Like you have to study a playbook and you don't understand your assignments and you just love doing extracurricular after the shit. He was he they banked on him being a stud because he had one elite move. Yeah. And once they figured that out, once when he got to the pros, it was you know Jay, hit me with the line. Hit me with my line, Jay. Hit me with my line. What did you say in the in the chat today? What did I tell you yesterday? Oh, about hold on. Survive. Or survive and adapt. Survive and adapt. Yeah. That's exactly what Barnett should be doing. You have all the skills in the world. You literally broke one of the greatest defensive linemen ever to play the game's college record. And you came into the NFL and you sucked. Jalen Rager, we've seen it from him at TCU. The drops, the inconsistency. Fuck that I had a true freshman quarterback. I had a 9% catchable ball rate. Like, it doesn't matter, dude. But here's the fact. He's fast. He was sold up. The Eagles bid on it. We all knew he was a late second, early third guy. The Eagles drafted him. You thrust him into this role as being accountable as a first-round wide receiver when everyone knows he's not. So the expectations are too high for him. Should he still live up to it? Of course he should, but I don't blame the guy for where he's drafted. Derek Barnett, I do blame you from when you were drafted because you have all the talent in the world. You're just a fucking knucklehead. Right. Very, I mean, very, very different. Five and a So let's, let's, we'll get to Adam's question. Right. The, the, the hell can, can Sanders stay healthy all season? Probably not. No, just because it's the position. It's running back. He's he's already, he's already banged up. He's going to get banged. He's already banged up, and we haven't even gotten to game one yet. So, right. 
I'm all in on the uh, the Kareem Hunt trade game. What uh, Jay? What <laughs> What does it take? What would I mean? I've heard a fifth, a fifth rounder. Fifth, like fifth rounder. I mean, the guy, the guy when when he's called upon can start. He's had starter stats. He can. He's got size. He can get short yards. He's hard to tackle. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. And he's going to be a cheaper option than Miles. Would you, would you, would you it's mind-boggling to me the amount of Eagles fans that I hear that are against the trade. I, I hear yeah. so many people saying, why would we want Kareem Hunt? He's a, he's a white beater or whatever. Or, he's not a white beater. He, kicks, he barely <laughs> kicks a woman on an elevator floor. He can play ball. He stays on the field. What I'm saying is I hear so many people against it, and there's a lot of people that were against, you know, going after Jacobs. To me, why would you not want to improve at running back? It, you could say all you want that, oh, we had the top running game in the league last year. Yes, we did. Because Miles, of the line. Miles Sanders is on his last year of his deal. Like He's, gonna, he's not the answer. And he's, he's not going to He's going to want big money. He's not, And he's not going to get it. He's not going to get it. Right, but he's going to want it, and we're not going to give it to him. No, he's going to walk. I'm all in on I, I'm with you guys I, I, I've i been saying Hunt all year But I, I mean, get, would, I get would, trashed would, for saying it <laughs> would, would Dillard be would, would, would Dillard be a trade piece That you guys would be willing to part with to get him Yeah Straight up just, just Dillard for Hunt Dillard Yeah you know why You know why You know why Andre Dillard is soft Oh yeah well, Soft. He's he's another. Pack he can't player. he can't handle it. He can't handle being an NFL player. And he's another guy who's had every opportunity to be incorporated into this lineup. And just I would see. I would trade Dillard straight up, and if they said no, I would say Dillard and a seventh. Yeah. Yeah. If you want a late round pick, sure. See you bye. I mean, I think that's Dillard's it. not going to play. Dillard. The only way Dillard plays. Is if if Milada goes out, and, and he and like he can't physically go out and play. Yeah, I, 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 I have to disagree with you guys a little bit on this one, only because I look at offensive line as being the number one important position on this team, and there's a reason why we're so good. Yes, we have a lot of depth, but every single year we see countless injuries on the offensive line. So, I, to me, I think it's a position that. You can never have enough guys. Yes, I think Dillard is expendable, but I actually happen to think Dillard got better last year from what I saw as far as the eye test when he did play. And I think Dillard provides you that stability in case you do have an injury. I don't think I would move Dillard. If it came down to it and that was the only way you could get Hunt, yeah, then I'd probably do it. But I think I would try to explore another option before I would go the Dillard route. Who do, a little bit higher pick or who do we trust? Who would we trust to play left tackle if we did trade Dillard and Malata missed a game or went out for a few series or got an injury? Who who right now would be the guy to slide into that spot? I guess that's my concern. I mean, I don't know. Dickerson? I, I would say Dickerson. He's smaller, but. He's smaller. And, and well, he's interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. And I, part of me always tries, like, I, I always hesitate when, like, 
you're now shuffling multiple positions, right? Like if you can keep the four other positions status quo rather than moving him to a new spot and then moving another guy in, I don't know. It, it, that, that always just makes me hesitate just a little bit. But I mean, I, like I said, I, I see, I, I think your process is right. I just, I, I, in my opinion, I wouldn't do it just because of the injury history that we have. And we see every year an offensive lineman go down. I mean, even Lane Johnson, like we love Lane Johnson, but he's he, the last few years he's been injured. And I just don't want to lose a guy that to me, I still think has not probably hit his ceiling. I think Andre Dillard, like you're right. I think that was his weakness is the fact that he's soft. But he has a lot of tools. Like, he has a lot of talent. He's just never really put it together. And then, obviously, I don't think any of us thought Mylotta was going to become what he is. I mean, Mylotta is probably one of the best offensive tackles in the league right now. And he was, what, a seventh-round pick? Uh, yeah. yeah. And he never played football. Crap, dude. Like, I, I mean, that that to me. Dalton, baby. That's just Dalton. That's just Dalton, right? Right, which, is, yeah. which, which makes the value of that Cam Jurgens pick even higher because you now have him learning from probably the best offensive line coach in the NFL and what will go down as your best all-time center in franchise history. And they're getting the tutelage. He's getting the tutelage of both of those guys. Yeah. So Adam asks, what role do you think Gainwell will have in the offense this year? Anybody wants very – very high on Kenny Gainwell. I love yeah. Memphis. I think he's actually, to me, Kenny Gainwell is a guy that I think eventually could be your your every down back. He's got the talent to do it. He's a little bit undersized, but in the, in today's NFL, I don't see really any teams besides like less than five that have like that bell cow that just plays every single down. Like, so to me, Kenny G, he can he can run the ball, but I think you're going to see Kenny G make most of his money out of the you know catching passes out of the backfield. And I think he will be a huge asset if Jalen Hurts can can improve in that checkdown position where you know he he goes through more than one read and he finds that open guy. Kenny G is going to be dangerous. I'm yeah. telling you, I feel it. He's you, probably, you're, he's you're probably, probably going to be the be number two. in space. Yeah. Right? Like, And between Miles Sanders not being as reliable as we want him to be, you're, yeah. you're going to see Gainwell and Boston Scott. and You're going to see those guys that are normally, you know, second, third down, maybe change of pace backs. They, they might get more run in this offense and with the amount of space that guys like AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas got that that space is going to create space in the flat where you can get those guys on a wheel route or you can get them in space where you can get them the ball and they can make plays. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think having a, a guy like Gainwell makes Miles Sanders that much more expendable. If you're talking about making a move, for a guy like Kareem Hunt, who, you know, he might not be as explosive or have that, you know, that that one cut or that the the juke moves that that Sanders does, but 
He stays on the field. He he can get you, you know, the tough yards. And nobody wants to tackle him. He's a big, you know, he's that big back that we've that we you know missed since a giant blunt. Um, and it, like I said, I mean, he's he's a couple of years older than Miles, but he's he's also going to be he's also not going to you know not going to be too expensive. I just think. I just think I, I can't see them throwing money at Miles. I mean, no. you don't need you don't need a star stud back to win this to win um, in the NFL. The days of paying the running back died when Zeke Mil- Zeke <laughs> thirty million this year. And it's the worst contract in football. That's Here's when the they realized paying guys. running backs does not benefit your team. I, I have a bold take for you guys. Go ahead. Kareem Hunt is better than Nick Chubb. I actually believe that. I I kind of agree too. Versatility, skill set, absolutely possible. I mean, I think Kareem Hunt over as an overall running back. I'm talking everything that can do, you know, catch the ball and and obviously run. Right. I think Nick Chubb's probably the better pure runner, but as a overall running back, I think Kareem Hunt to me for for the for the amount of money that he's getting paid, I think Kareem Hunt like. Kansas City probably never would have got rid of him. No. Yeah. I, mean, I know, you know, obviously he got in trouble and, you know, for whatever reason he ended up in Cleveland. But I, I think Kansas City to this day is probably kicking themselves because there's no way that you could tell me that Clyde's Edward Hilaire is, is anywhere near what Kareem Hunt is. Clyde's Edward Hilaire is only 5'7". Yeah, and – I heard I heard some people talking about the, one of the kids that they drafted late in this year's draft having a really good camp. Hey, Pacquiao. So, yeah. Yeah. Isaiah Pacquiao, I think his name is. Yeah, Pacquiao. 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 I can't. I don't. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Pacquiao. Yes. <laughs> it's no, Manny sorry, Pacquiao's I mean, kid. There you <laughs> go. Real good. Draft straight from the Philippines. <laughs> Gentlemen, anything else you want to you want to chat about with the with the Eagles? Anything you're looking forward to in, in these last two preseason games? Just see who's going to make it. You know, the guys that are on the bubble, um, hoping that they can show out enough uh, to make this to make this squad. I'm particularly looking at Covey, Kobe, however you say it. Um, it would be it's it would be it's going to be a breath of fresh air. To have somebody who can, you know, if, if he shows it um, over the next couple of weeks, to have somebody who can return punts and return kicks, because that's been lacking on this team uh, for years. You know, it's it's just been a, a, an aspect of our game that's really come up short um, for 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 a while now, and I'm, I'm hoping that we we can turn a corner and and move on. With uh, with somebody like him, let's see what he what he can do the next couple of games. Anybody anybody's bubble getting bursted? Any any anybody surprised? Going to be surprise cut? I don't think so. But Barnett would be one of the guys that I would like to see okay. cut because he is just going to cost you so much in penalty yards. Yep, and you just know it's going to happen. Like I think that's the the most frustrating thing about when you see a guy with so much talent that. It's wasted on just watching stupidity unfold in front of your face. Like, 
it's it's just hard. It's just hard to watch a guy who could be that good and that dominant in college, even if it was off of one move, be take that many steps backward or blame it on the injuries. And then we still sign him. And it's just you're it's rinse, repeat, recycle the definition of insanity. Like get some young guys. Give me some young, thirsty D linemen, some edge guys who who want to make an who want to make a name for themselves, want to make an impact for this team, but also aren't going to be drive extenders who aren't going to kill the momentum of all right. You just got a three and out, but you got this jerk off for a hold or a late hit or an unnecessary roughness. Like it's just you see the mentality of what he has, and I think it's just that I don't care anymore because I'm not living up to it, and it's just kind of. Just crushes me. He's awesome. a time, bro. Anytime answering your questions. Thanks for watching. Yeah, absolutely, Adam. To you know, Adam, Adam we we appreciate you anytime you're tuning in, and you know, the the questions are always good. You know, space movers to to help the the show. So we really appreciate anybody that's chiming in. Um, anything before final thoughts, fellas? Nah, man, go birds. I got, uh, I got a final thoughts question for you. Okay. So we're in the process of renovating our den. We got the, the, the two TV setup going up on the wall. The surround sound system is going in. Oh, so right. The conversation at home has been, what's the one thing that you want to watch? Surround sound, volume up. If you had to pick a movie. I got watch, one for you. Go ahead. It's, it'll be out soon. Top Gun, the new one. The new oh, Top Gun. All of the movies. I love yeah. Top Gun, the original, on, on full blast, surround sound. You hear those planes coming in? That's a good one. That's a good one, Jay. I'm not even mad. I heard great things about the new one. That's a good call. You're going to love it, too, Don, yeah. if you didn't see it. I saw oh, it twice already. That was, listen, that was on the list. That was, that, was one of the, that was one of the things we came up with. Rich, what are you watching? Surround sound, full blast. Who, me? Yeah. Ah, man, you know I got to watch some Jurassic Park, dude. It's got to be great. Any any one of them. My guy over here. There he is, Dino Dude. There he is. (laughs) There There he is, is, the Dino Dude. What are we watching surround sound? That's there it is. Jurassic Park, man. Just when the dinosaurs roar, like, that would just be dope just to hear. That'd That'd be great. Joe, what are you watching? Oh, man. There's a lot of options, but I'd probably have to go with something that my son would probably pick. Um, Halloween. Oh, okay. We're, like, real big into, real big into the horror and the old-school old school, uh, scary flick. So that, that up high with the, with the Halloween music playing will uh, get, you, get your blood flowing a little bit. I thought about the, the, the couple that I thought we thought uh, back, to the, back to the Future would be a cool one. Yeah, Back to the Future. Um, and then Pirates of the Caribbean, Indiana Jones. Yeah, anything with a lot of that action. Where Stephen Private Ryan would be fucking crazy. The Avengers, especially the fucking opening. That Transformers. Nah, I hated the Transformers movies too. No, that's yeah. Jaws, Godzilla. Ooh. Oh, the cartoon, yes. The, the cartoon. original. Jaws. Yes. Yeah, that's that's why I'm, with, I, I'm with you, Rich. I didn't like the... the uh, movies were terrible. 
Well, there's a new one coming out. Hopefully, the new producer will be better. Halloween ends. Is that? Oh, that's the. No, I thought that already came out. What was the? I just Halloween watched Kills. Halloween Kills. That was there's so fucking Halloween good. Coming out. There's another one coming in October. Are you serious? No. Yep. Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder, Talladega Nights. Oh, Star Wars. Star Any Star Wars. Yeah. Any Star Wars. How about some uh, Jason Voorhees, baby? Nah. Friday the Listen, 13th, not a big fan. You know, they're, and they said there uh, is probably another uh, installment coming out. They're fighting over uh, the legal issues of it. So they're trying to do Jason Voorhees again. So there you go, Jay. You're going to start. Right up my alley. <laughs> there we go. Anybody got anything else they want to roll off? Final thoughts? We're, listen, we're, we're about ready to embark on, on the, the, the fantasy draft process. Juice the gold money in about. Yeah. Don't, don't end the stream. Like, end the stream after the show, but I, we need to stay on and draft together. Sounds good. Um, final thoughts. If your kids are old enough, anybody out there, have them watch the stuff from your childhood. Whether it be like the goofiest shit, like my son, we've already watched Monster Squad. Like, just a great movie. If you haven't watched it, 1989 classic. Came out right after The Goonies did. Um, We watched The Goonies, we watched Monster Squad. Now we are going through the entire anthology of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And it's just bringing back memories of like when I was a kid and I was terrified. But watching it as an adult, it's absolutely hilarious because you see like some of the people in the background like pushing like the props, like making them come towards you. And it's just goofy. But it's also fun to like, you know, Ollie goes, you used to watch this when you were a kid, dad. I'm like, terrified me on Friday nights. I'm like, absolutely loved it. So it's like that nostalgia aspect. But it also gets the kids to kind of understand like most of your stuff, the where it came and like the graphics and the animations and the effects. Look at what we used to sit through. And now look what you have. Like, it's just pretty dope to see like, that's all I got. There we go. Jay, Joe. I love it. Uh, My final thoughts, just do something nice for somebody. Like whether it, When you go to Wawa, buy a coffee for the person behind you. You know, it doesn't have to be anything big. Just, you know, always be looking out for other people. It goes a long way. And also keep an open ear and an open mind when you see somebody at your job, at the workplace that might seem to be a little bit out of sorts or, you know, looks down. Just always, always like have an open, open ear. Yeah. It, it, it really does go a long way, and you, you're going to surprise yourself if you just kind of go out of your comfort zone and try to look out for somebody else. Amen, Jay. Like Joe, we got anything good? Uh, I'm going to try. I mean, uh, we'll see what happens. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, I for me, doing podcasting and meeting you guys and being a part of this. Um, you know, shout out to, uh, I gotta, I gotta throw it out there, Corner Pub Sports and, and, um, DSM as well, but cause they, I, I kind of got hooked in with them a little bit first, but, um, you know, I'm actually, I feel like I'm a part of something now cause we get to do this, you know, 
once a week or whenever we feel like it. Um, for me, it's it's an escape from you know the everyday, the grind of work and home and all that. Like I could do this stuff. I could talk on this on a podcast literally all day, and I would still have tough stuff to talk about. So it's nice to be able to release my useless knowledge, as my wife says, my walking encyclopedia of useless knowledge. She's like, can you just talk to somebody else about that? Because I don't really know. <laughs> so I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you guys, and I appreciate, you know, being a part of this um, because I think it's just great. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I, this format is just it's, it's fantastic. And I, and I, thank, I thank all of you, and I th- thank everyone that's, um, let me be a, be a, be a part of their um, be a part of their stuff and, and and everything. So, thank you all. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Jay. Oh yeah, man. Hell yeah. You know, I, I gotta be honest with you, man. I, I'm like super proud. Like for me, like you being my best friend and like seeing you be able to do this and like what about Aaron? <laughs> like, dude, you shine. Like it's okay. amazing. I like the first time that you did a podcast. It was like, I thought, man, this guy's been doing this for like 20 years. Like, oh, yeah. you were better your first show than I was on my 50th. So, shout out to you. And like I said, I'm very proud of you. And we're all blessed. Uh, you know, everybody that knows you knows that you're a good guy. And like I said, it's, yeah, we thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, gentlemen. Absolutely. On that note. You draft stuck time. around. Are we ready to draft? It's draft time. You stuck around. You found around. You found out. Philly, we love you. Boys, you're all going down in this draft that's happening. <laughs> so there we go. Peace. Hey, wait. Rich, Lydia your- Taylor says hi. You forgot your fuck to Sean Watson. Oh, fuck Sean Watson and <laughs> yeah, fuck Sean Watson. What about Davion Taylor? suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 